0: greetings and welcome to the mount calvary nation podcast hosted by mount calvary baptist church in dayton ohio where our pastor is the reverend s.n winston jr we thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you on each of them. All of them will be with the Holy Spirit and and words, in and your hands and in other tongues. and has the Spirit in a word. No way. Go to Acts 1. And it, it says, says in Acts, Acts one, 1 verse, verse 8, eight you, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And, and, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and in the Ezra camp. And after the Holy Spirit, and we've all come forward to the of the name of Jesus, hallelujah. you can clap in your okay? Hallelujah. If there are learning things from we going to do? I'm going Deadly that the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Jesus. <laughs> oh
1: another opportunity just to be in close proximity at least let me uh, also welcome those who are not with us there are over 200 people that we know of uh, watching online and worshiping with us virtually we're grateful for the opportunity to worship together uh, even If just, uh, even if just virtually. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed, thank you. Blessed be God who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. And seated us in those heavenly places. Right where those spiritual blessings are. What a blessing it is to be together again even if only in our cars in the same same parking lot, thank you. It's been about two months since we've been able to even be in close proximity in worship, and we're grateful for this opportunity, and while this is not ideal, uh, we make the best of this situation. Let me say uh, just a a couple of things, and then we'll get on into our study. I think we owe. I know that we owe a great debt of gratitude to uh, to Mountain Media, uh, to Brother Devin and Daniel and the team, Brother Sean and uh, and all those uh, who have, uh, and Brother Koble and his team, all those who have worked uh, diligently uh, to pull this off so that we could pull in in order and uh, and worship together. Thank you all so much for your labor of love. Brother L. Coates from uh, Pleasant Green Church has been helping out. We appreciate him. Uh, thank you so much. Let me make you aware, uh, MC Kids, Mount Calvary Kids, you have a new video that hits online today. Uh, I watched night nice. it is wonderful. wonderful it's is awesome. awesome. Go take go a look on our, our Facebook page, page on the on church, the church website, website and check and out the story of Joseph. Joseph. Uh, you have, have a new video waiting, waiting for you today. Uh, uh, one we'll more we'll thing before, before we uh, before, uh, before we get, we get into, into the, into the lesson, lesson, and then we'll we'll go ahead and get, get into. into- Graduates, Graduates, please please make make sure sure, uh, if you uh, you are graduating graduating from high school, school, college, or trade school, make sure that the church church office has the name, the school school from which you're graduating, and your your contact contact info by next Sunday, before next Sunday. Sunday. Your name, the school school from which you're graduating, and your contact contact info. You can call the church, church, 268-6737. Uh, Or you can uh, shoot us a message on Facebook or through the website. We'll get that information, but we do need to make sure we get it before next Sunday. Good. All right, we're going to Acts chapter two. Acts chapter two. If you can find that, y'all have put y'all put me in E flat already. That's it. I was born by the river In a little tent Oh, and just like that river I've been running ever since It's been a long A long time no, a change gonna, a change come. gonna come, oh yes, yes it will It's been too hard living, but I'm not afraid to die i know who's there beyond the sky it's been a long And I go downtown, but somebody keeps telling me, they don't want me, don't want me around. It's been a long, it's been a long time coming, but I know. And I say, Brother, won't you help me, please? But he just ends up, he just ends up not in me.
0: me back down on my knees
1: oh there's been times when I i thought i couldn't last for long A long, it's been a long time coming, but I know a train is going to come. In normal circumstances, today would have been the finale of our holy convocation. Today would have been the day that I would give the state of the church address. And We haven't had convocation, but I do want to give somewhat of an address today. I don't know if you can call it state of the church or not, but you all forgive me and give me a little grace today as our current situation calls for a little different approach it is what we call Pentecost Sunday what many refer to as the birthday of the church and how fitting it is that we would come together on this day as a matter of fact let me read the scripture In Acts chapter 2, starting at verse 1, I'm reading from the King James Version of the Holy Bible. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven as of a... I'm sorry, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded, because that every man heard them speak in his own language and they were all amazed and marveled saying one to another behold are not all these which speak galileans and how hear we every man in our own tongue wherein we were born Parthians and Medes and Elamites and the dwellers in Mesopotamia and in Judea and Cappadocia in Pontius and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia in Egypt and in the parts of Libya about Cyrene and strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes, Cretes and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. Verses 1 through 11 of Acts chapter 2. By now you all know our church's mission statement. We are transforming lives to reveal the glory of God's kingdom. And we've been talking all year about transforming lives through dynamic administration. Simply put, transforming lives through the way we do church we are on a mission in this year to rediscover the church that jesus built we have been studying what it means not just to do church but to be the church rather than just to have good church We have discovered, and God has given us, frankly, this object lesson, that the church is not the building. It is not brick and mortar, but indeed we are the church of the living God. We are his temple. He does not live in buildings made with human hands, no matter how beautiful or glorious they are. As my father used to put it, out of all the places that he could be, he comes to live in me. And on this, the birthday of the church, when under normal circumstances I would be offering a state of the church address, we are faced with our current realities. For the last two months, we have, uh, we've had to attempt at least to come together virtually because of a virus we can't see. And out of an overabundance—or pardon me, out of an abundance of caution—we have been relegated to our homes for the most part. Our children haven't been going to school. Many have been working from home, if working at all. We've been avoiding social contact with others. We've been taking care to cleanse and sanitize everything we can. We're wearing masks everywhere. And while we're getting used to this new sense of social normal, we get gut punched by the news of the awful murders of. Ahmad Arbery of Breonna Taylor and now George Floyd last weekend gut-punched, tired, angry, frustrated, weary, disgusted, exhausted, discontented, drained, annoyed, enraged, sickened, furious, offended, outraged, infuriated and just mad about the fact that being black or brown in this country puts us in danger. And with all this emotion, with all this stirring on the inside, here we are on the Sunday after the latest senseless murder of an unarmed handcuffed black man at the hand of an overzealous police officer here we are on the celebration of the coming of the holy spirit here we are on the birthday of the church here we are coming together as the church of the living god trying to rediscover how to be church how to be church in a world that's still so full of evil how to be church In a country that's in turmoil. We're trying to discover how to be church in a city on the verge of eruption. How to be church in a nation that's hostile towards us. How to be church in an era when seemingly the church has lost its voice. How to be church in a country built by us that is not for us. How to be church in a nation that is still plagued by white supremacy and economic oppression. We must be the church of the living God. We must be his representatives in the righteous struggle for justice. How appropriate then, how appropriate then that this Sunday, today, is when we look at how the church began through the power of, the work of the Holy Spirit because in the times in which we live the church has to reclaim the power of the Holy Spirit in order to discern the most effective response to the demonic strongholds of racism classism and sexism which pervade this country did you hear what I said we have to reclaim the power of the Holy Ghost in order to fight this thing You see, here's where I'm convinced we got it wrong. The charismatics left civil rights out of their Holy Ghost conversation and the civil rights activists left the Holy Ghost out of their civil rights conversation. You've got to have both that fighting for humanity and the Holy Ghost. You cannot have revolution without revival and you will not have revival without revolution. We allowed the Holy Ghost to get cheapened. We saw him for his entertainment value. Somehow we, we demeaned the Holy Spirit into our pet that gives us a good time when we come to church. So we came to watch people catch the Holy Ghost and flip pews. We came to watch people dance and shout. We came to watch the sign gifts of the Holy Ghost and we made and glorified nothing but spiritual psychics and called them prophets. And we didn't sell tickets to the show. We just made sure there was a good offering for the Christian entertainment that we were receiving featuring the Holy Ghost. But I've got a message for the church today. The Holy Spirit did not come to entertain us. He didn't come to make us rich. He didn't come so that we can show off how holy we are. The Holy Spirit came so that we can live the witness, so that we can effectively represent Christ in the earth, so we can speak on his behalf prophetically to the powers in this land. And as Christians, as the church, hear me, we cannot retreat into our stained glass fortresses while the world is controlled by demonic spirits that haunt us. In the 1980s and 90s, we got distracted. We got distracted when we received the revelation about naming and claiming it. We got distracted by stuff. We got distracted because we, 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 we discovered that we had the right as the king's kids to say what we wanted and it would be done. And instead of using naming it for the kingdom, we start using it on ourselves. Our selfish ambition. Uh, I want to tell you, we don't just need to name blessings as the church. We have to name, unmask, and engage the invisible unseen powers that threaten our very lives. I know I'm in the Word. Ephesians chapter 6, starting at verse 12, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places and saints racism is a principality a demonic power a manifestation of the rulers of the darkness of this world that's why we can't effectively fight it outside of the power of the holy ghost i hope we've learned by now i hope we learned you can't legislate out racism it has to be cast out Don't get me wrong, we ought to make our voices heard but you won't yell it out. You march it out. You won't protest it out. You can't riot out bigotry. It must be pulled down spiritually. I know I'm in the word. Paul said, though we walk in the flesh, we don't war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. I like the way the Message Bible puts it. The world doesn't fight fair, but we don't live or fight our battles that way. Never have and never will. The tools of our trade aren't for marketing or manipulation, but they are for demolishing that entire massively corrupt culture. We use our powerful God tools for smashing warped philosophies, tearing down barriers erected against the truth of God, fitting every loose thought and emotion and impulse into the structure of life shaped by Christ. Our tools are ready at hand for clearing ground of every obstruction and building lives of obedience into maturity. I like the way that version puts it. Here's all I'm trying to say you cannot fight a spiritual battle with non-spiritual weapons. If we fail to discern the demonic root and nature of white supremacy, we will never understand this fight, and we will continue to be frustrated and exhausted by a seemingly endless fight for justice. Listen, We have to get our theology right about the Holy Spirit if we're going to fight effectively. I know I've never heard anybody preach the Holy Spirit and civil rights. But when I look at this text, I see what we must do on this day when we are looking at the Holy Spirit. uh, On this day, when our country is most divided. On this day, when we are searching so hard for unity and change, we look at a passage that emphasizes unity and change. Look at the text. I'm almost done with this address, but I am... A Baptist preacher and so I do have to preach the text at some point when the day of Pentecost was fully come they were on one accord in one place that was believers the ones who were followers of Jesus the ones who were called by his name let me tell you if believers if his disciples If the church will come together on one accord, Baptists and Methodists, Presbyterians and Pentecostals, Assemblies of God and Church of God in Christ, the black church and white evangelicals, if we will come together, y'all know what the Bible says, where there is unity, the Lord commands a blessing. And let me just pause to say a note to my white evangelical brothers and sisters who are listening to the live stream right now, those who have called me, who have texted me. uh, Let me me just say this, uh, because I know you hear me. I know we don't agree about President Trump, but this is bigger than politics. You, my brothers and sisters, cannot be silent about injustice. Use your platform to speak and be heard Use your privilege to speak up and be heard Use your influence to speak up and be heard Use who you are and say that right is still right and wrong is still wrong The Bible says they were together on one accord and the Bible says suddenly there came a sound from heaven Like a rushing mighty wind and filled the house they were sitting in. When the Holy Ghost filled the house, the sound changed. The sound from heaven filled the house and there appeared unto them cloven tongues that looked like they were on fire. In other words, not only did the sound change, but what they saw changed. They heard fresh wind. They saw fresh fire, and that's what the church of God needs this morning. We need to hear the wind from heaven, and we need to see the fire fall. When the Holy Ghost came, they heard a sound from heaven. They saw fire fall, but then that which filled the house began to fill the people, and they started speaking with other tongues as the Spirit gave. because we stopped speaking by the utterance of the that the culture doesn't because we stopped speaking as we're speaking but they aren't listening to us we get louder and louder but they can't hear us because we started speaking saying what we wanted to say and what we thought they wanted to hear we started watering down our message so it wouldn't mess with our government funding we started diluting our message so they would keep giving us money but we have to stand up by the power of the Holy Ghost and say thus says the Lord give justice to the weak and the fatherless maintain the right the afflicted and the destitute we have to stand up by the spirit of god and tell them learn to do good seek justice correct oppression and bring justice to the fatherless we have to stand up by the power of the Holy Ghost and say, let justice roll down like the mighty waters. We have to stand up under the power of the Holy Ghost and say, cursed is anybody who withholds justice from the foreigner. We've got to speak up for those who can't speak for themselves. we got to speak up and judge fairly and defend the rights of the poor and needy. Speak up. Under the utterance of the Holy Ghost. They spoke as the Spirit gave utterance. Languages they hadn't learned. But everybody heard and understood in their own language. It was the Galileans who were speaking. But when the Parthian, the the Parthians heard it, they heard Parthian. The Galileans were speaking, but the Medes heard Median. The Galileans were speaking, but the Elamites heard Elamite. The Mesopotamians heard Sumerian. The Judeans heard Aramaic. The Cappadocians heard Cappadocian Greek. The Pamphylians heard Pamphylian Greek. The Cretans heard Cretan Greek. The Egyptians and the Libyans heard Arabic, the Romans heard Latins, the Christians spoke, but everybody heard and understood. Did you hear that? When the Spirit came, he enabled his people to speak, and he enabled everybody else to hear in their own language. Could it be that the Holy Ghost will not only enable us to speak, but he'll enable others to hear? And finally, understand what we're saying. The reason we're upset is because they're not hearing us. The reason we're fatigued is because they're not understanding us. The reason we riot, heard, heard. That's why we need the Holy Ghost in this fight. For 70 years, we've been trying to make them hear us. But only God's spirit can work that miracle. It is the spirit of God that will bring us the victory. Let me go ahead and close. Even though it looks bad right now. Even though it looks bleak right now even though it looks like we'll never have the equality or equity that we deserve as God's own dear children the Spirit of God will bring us the victory I know I'm in the word it looked bad when Gideon faced the Midianites And they outnumbered him. But the Bible says the Spirit of God came on Gideon and he defeated the Midianites. It looked bad when the young lion charged at Samson. But the Bible says when the Spirit of God came on Samson, he tore the lion like it was a little lamb. It looked bad when they led Jesus up Calvary's hill. When they whipped him and placed a crown of thorns on his head. It looked bad when they nailed him to an old rugged cross. It looked real bad when he died. Look like defeat when they put him in the grave. But the Bible says Sunday morning. Paul said it was the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. And I've got news for you. Since his Holy Spirit lives in us, we will see the victory. Victory over systemic racism. Victory over an oppressive economic system. Victory over a bigoted social system. Victory over a corrupt justice system. Victory over a fixed political system. I know. You think that I'm tuning up just because that's what you do at the end of a sermon. But I've got news for you I'm not tuning just to tune, I'm tuning because, like my ancestors, I choose to sing while I fight. Because victory is ours, we don't have to wait. Until the battle is over, we can shout right now. That's why we sing while we fight. That's why we can lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring with the harmonies of liberty. Let our rejoicing Let it rise high as the listening skies. Let it resound loud as the rolling sea. Saints, we're facing the rising sun of our new day begun. Let us,
0: let us, let us march on till victory is won. Sing, 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 sing a song, sing a song, sing a song. Full out the faith that the God has called us. Sing a song, full out the hope that the present has brought us. And suddenly, and suddenly,
1: and suddenly, that was a win. That was a win. And suddenly. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. It's not a question of if we win, we win. We are the church of God. We are his children. We got the Holy Ghost on the inside. His spirit will not allow us to lose. If you believe that, clap your hands or honk your horn or something and tell another thing. There's got to be a reconnection between the struggle with it and the power of the Holy Ghost. Come on saints, listen to me. And preachers, I know we listen to each other's sermons on Sunday mornings during this pandemic. Y'all listen to me too. We cannot allow people who don't know Jesus and who are not filled with the Holy Ghost to lead in this struggle. We are his people. I need somebody who can see leading me. What it means is, people of God, church of the living God, it means we cannot sit in the background. It means when given the opportunity, we gotta speak up. And when not given the opportunity, we gotta speak up. That's right. Thank God for the presence and power of the Holy Spirit of God. Listen, if you're here and you are not sure you're saved, if you are not in relationship with God through Jesus Christ I need you to know that you can be saved today there is a life after this there is more to come beyond the grave and if you want to live eternally you have to know Jesus Christ, there is no coming to God without Jesus. You can't be good enough you can't give up enough stuff. All you have to do is come, just like you are. Here's what the Bible says: God loved the world so much that He gave His only begotten Son. That's Jesus. That whosoever believes in Him, not perish but have everlasting life. God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but so that the world through him might be saved. And if you're here and you're not sure you're saved, I know we're trying to social distance, but you can just get out of your car right now and come up here if you're not sure you're saved. We'll keep everybody six feet away from you, but we just wanna make sure that you know that you're saved before you leave today. If you're not sure you're saved, would you come now? You can be saved today. Here's what the Bible says. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. You're not too dirty. You haven't gone too far. You you haven't done too much. You're not too bad. If you are breathing, you have an opportunity to get it right with God through Jesus Christ. Is there anybody who's not sure you're saved? Anybody not sure you're saved? Everybody is saved and everybody is. You know where you're going to spend eternity, alright? Of those who are saved, is there anybody who knows that the Lord wants you here at Mount Calvary as your church home? You're saved already, you know you're fine for eternity, but you know the Lord wants you here. If that's you, would you come? So, well, everybody is saved and is where you know you belong. And let the church say amen. So thank, you. thank you all so much for coming out today. We're kind of easing back into getting back together. We are in no rush um, as your leader. And I know there are those who disagree with me, but. I have to walk by the drum beat out here. And as your leader, I will not put this congregation that God has entrusted to my leadership, I won't put you at risk by bringing you back into the sanctuary too early, I'm just not gonna do it. And uh, today is kind of a test run, to see how uh, praise on, how worship on wheels works, to see how praise in the parking lot works. Uh, shoot us a message on Facebook, on the website let us know what went right today what went wrong let us know how you feel about it would you and uh, and i'll send out a one call this week and let you know how we're going to do uh service next week um i do want to i do want to invite you yesterday we were setting up stuff well they were setting up stuff i was watching in boston and uh we, we 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 had the idea we got all this stuff set up and the community is hurting and we have the gospel Um, and so why don't we invite the community to come in and uh, so today at 4 o'clock we're going to host a solidarity concert just uh, for the community to come in we're going to share the gospel with them through music and, uh, and allow them to feel and to be together although socially distanced and as a show of support in this community, that we stand with communities all over this country who are saying we will not tolerate being treated like we are less than human. And so uh, just tell everybody, get the word out, four o'clock today, there are gonna be lots of singing groups that are coming. Uh, the Wright sisters will be here. Kenzel Patterson will be here. Uh, our own praise team. Uh, we got several people coming tonight, four o'clock, right here. Uh, you'll park in the back half of the sanctuary of the of, of, of the of the parking lot sanctuary. Park in the back half of the parking lot, and uh, and we will will be here tonight in solidarity with brothers and sisters all over the country and frankly all over the world. Let me thank you in person, Mount Calvary family. Y'all have been absolutely wonderful in your generosity during this uh, pandemic. I praise God for you. Uh, let me encourage you, we're not going to do a walk a oh, day day day. offering, uh, but if you hey. would use GiveLify, if you have that on your phone, or, or Cash App, uh, the Cash App handle is M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C, or you can text to give, if you have your offering with you, if you have an envelope uh, on your way out, there will be deacons at each one of the uh, exits. On your way to each one of the exits, there will be deacons who um, who will be able to collect what you have. Um, Would you please Just like you did coming in, and I appreciate your cooperation with them. Would you please follow Kingdom Force, uh, their directions on the way out. They have, they've got exactly what they need you to do. From from the row you're in, they will direct you to the proper exit. So prayerfully, we won't have backup and congestion uh, will flow just smoothly. Kingdom Force, thank you all for your help today. And uh, one of our, one of our young men, one of our young men, Peter uh, Betts, uh, a new, uh, I guess he joined probably about a year ago or so. Uh, he's a truck driver. This is his truck we're standing in front and, uh, and certainly we thank Peter for providing the stage. Y'all pray for him. He's gotta, uh, he's gotta take a load. Tonight, after our four o'clock concert, we're going to clean this off and then he's going to get out of here and hit the road. Y'all pray for his safety as he he drives tonight. But we do appreciate him letting us use his truck. If there's nothing further, we're ready to go. It's good to see, some of y'all can't tell who you are behind the windshield, but uh, but it's good to see some faces. (laughs) It's good to see see warm bodies. Let's... Let's close out in prayer and we'll give you benediction. Father, we thank you for this opportunity just to be together in the parking lot. We have missed gathering with the saints in person. We thank you for keeping us, Lord. We thank you for your hand of protection that's on us. Father, you know our hearts are heavy. You know that we are grieved, and tired, and upset. But we thank you, Lord, for fresh wind, and thank you for fresh fire, and we hear your call to stand up and speak as the Spirit gives utterance. Father, I thank you for charging your church with how culture goes. We're called to be leaders and not followers of culture. Help us Lord, to reclaim the Holy Spirit's power, not just for our own personal use, but so we can feel good about being church, but so that we can live out who you've called us to be in this land. Father, we are desperate and we need you. Our country needs you. Our city needs you. Our state needs you, Lord. Our mayor needs you. Our governor needs you. Our commissioners need you. Father, our president needs you. Touch God. Change hearts, God. In the name of Jesus. Because only you can. We've seen that will never cease to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Let all the saints agree together. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Get out.